What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Today I'm going to tell you about a story. A story of a girl who was misunderstood by a lot of people who did crazy things by the books and who somehow made it out okay. About a girl who felt like she wasn't enough a lot of the time and who compared herself to quite a few people, struggled with change, struggled with growing pains, got in her head a lot, but ended up in New York City running her own business, doing what she loves every day and is okay and still navigates change every day. This girl is me, Callie. Welcome to Healthy But Human. (laughs) My name is Callie, as I just said. I'm your podcast host. And different little intro for you right there. Foreshadowing, foreshadowing the topic of today, change. Highly requested by a couple of you guys. I really appreciate your requests for topics. It helps a lot. If you're new to the show, I am so excited you're here. And I hope that this episode today inspires you to take a leap of faith and to follow your gut and to have confidence and to navigate change and not let change navigate you. All right. (laughs) I don't know if that just made sense, but anyway, a little rundown of the episode works. We're going to do a little self check-in to start. I always think the self-check-ins are such a great way to just become present wherever you are. Sometimes I'm guilty of this. I'll pop on a podcast and I'm multitasking to the fullest and I feel like I'm still very much in my head and I just have the podcast on for background noise. But I want you to just do a self-check-in right now to become present with wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and just make this moment all about self-growth and about learning something new. So wherever you are, walking, working, whatever, I want you to just take a deep inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with lots of goodness, imagine what it feels like to have confidence, just inhale it in. On your exhale, open your mouth, sigh it out as big as you can, like an ocean crashing over, just letting out tension, release it. And now I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Never judging yourself, if you're feeling weird and a funk, or if you're feeling like you're having the best day ever, just acknowledging it. Now I want you to ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Did something happen? Maybe you woke up like this. I woke up like that. (laughs) It was kind of cringy, whatever. Anyway, now ask yourself, what is something I can do to feel better? One thing, maybe it is listening to the podcast. Maybe it is moving your body in an empowering, feel-good way, having a conversation with a friend, whatever. Just think about it. And now make a promise to yourself and repeat after me that you're going to do this thing today. Okay, ready? I, enter your name, am holding myself accountable to fill in the blank with whatever thing you just said. This accountability exercise is such a game changer and it's a great way to start to build trust with yourself that you're going to actually get things done and do things. I did that today when I was jumping off the diving board and doing a flip. I had never done it before and I was like freaking out, having a mental block. And then I was like, if I don't do this, I'm going to have to do 15 push-ups and I'm holding myself accountable to it. It's a tactic I learned from being a figure skater, by the way. Strapping on 
super narrow blades to your feet and throwing yourself in the air and rotating takes a lot of mental mental strength. So I learned that exercise from one of my coaches and it's awesome. And now ask yourself on a lighter note of things, <laughs> have I drink water in the past 30 minutes? I am literally so dehydrated right now from being outside all morning. So I'm going to grab my water. I challenge you to grab yours and let's chug water right now. Ready? Chug. Delicious. Hydrating. Now I want you to ask yourself how I stood up in the past one hour, 60 minutes. Have you? No? Stand up. I challenge you. Shake it out. Just shake it out. Get the blood flowing. It's so important to move your body and to not be sedentary. Trust me, mind-body connection, it is real. When you are stagnant all day long, your energy is so stagnant in your mind. It gets the blood flowing and the energy flowing. Okay, now let's be visionaries, shall we? Dreamers. What is one goal you have for yourself? One big, my entrepreneurship professor used to call it this, hairy audacious goal. What is it? could be anything dream big there's no there's no limits imagine you can do anything okay now ask yourself what is one step I can take today to make that to take a step closer to making my dream a reality it could be a small step small steps typically lead to making our goals happen and I'll get into that more in the episode and final question today is asking yourself it's a two-part question asking yourself what is something I'm struggling with right now and asking yourself, how can I make my struggle a strength? Okay, are we feeling reflective? Are we feeling good? Good. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to pretend you said good back. Let's get into a little life update. I'm currently still in Texas. I think I told you this, guys, but I extended my trip like a couple more days. I was not ready to go back to New York City quite yet. And it's been so crazy powerful being here. In nature, there's just no distractions. It's so peaceful and I just feel like I've had such really cool realizations this trip and I've been able to be really so reflective and I've gone through some really intense emotions while being here, but I think those emotions were just really pent up inside of me and needed to come out. So I'll get real with you. A little bit of emotions about some finance stuff. I think being in your 20s and really just not really feeling like I know what I'm doing is sometimes really scary with money and money to me equals not equals but it feels like a sense of security and when I feel like I don't fully understand I guess finances and like how to budget fully all taxes all work all that stuff sometimes I get like really overwhelmed with it thankfully I have my mom helping me with my taxes and things which I am so grateful for her for doing that I just, it's been a learning curve and I think I've really just been just really going through it this week because I've been making some big investments in my business and some big changes happening and it's just been a little bit scary. Change is scary. It's uncomfy, but I promise change is also beautiful and we'll get so into that. So that's been a little bit of the update with my mental state of mind. I'm also getting my period in literally probably two days. I haven't checked my app recently. I track my period on Flow app. I really like it, but I was like feeling really emotional yesterday, like really up and down all over the place. And I was just like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I know when I'm getting my period because if not, I would be like, why do I feel just like a disaster and a half right now? I mean, I used to not track my period and it used to be super irregular. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, I wish I like 
knew when my period was coming. I feel you. I've been there. I lost my period for a few months and it was honestly a really just interesting, challenging, emotional time. And I just want you to know that you are seen and I've been there and you will get through this. But I think now that I have my period back, it's been, it's been really, really just, it's been cool to feel so connected to myself and understand, oh, I'm in the luteal phase right now. Just so you guys know, a little rundown, there's four different phases of your cycle. So it's funny because I read a book called Do Less by Kate Northrup and she was like, you're four different people, four different people throughout the month. And it's so true. So my luteal phase right before my period, I'm all over the place. I'm just like super overthinking in my head, anxious girl season. But I've been like that the past few days. And then today was like the first day that I kind of just like just released control and gave it up to God and just, yeah, just trusting God with everything. So I'm learning every day is learning about how to be an adult and post-grad it is a time and I just want to just let you know if you're like me and you're like I don't even know what I'm doing I think everyone feels like that if you have it together and you're like on top of your finances and you understand every single thing about being an adult I applaud you and I wish you could mentor me because I truly feel like learning every day it's it's something so anyway that's the update I'm going back to New York City tomorrow I'm really excited I have a lot of fun events coming up with some brands I'm going to and some friend potluck events I've been invited to. So I'm just going to get back into being social again and I'm so excited for a social season of life. And yeah, okay. So anyway, that's the life update. Let's get into the episode topic today, all about change. I touched on it slightly in the intro and in the update, but I had one of you guys write in to me and was like, can you please do an episode on change? I'm moving and I just need some advice. And I'm like, girl, I got you. Let's just, I don't even know where to start, guys. Let's start with my expertise with change. Let me just sell you for a second on my expertise. Um, (laughs) I don't even know, like, you cannot be an expert on change. I think we all are experts, to be honest. When I was two years old, I moved from Midland, Texas to Calgary, Canada, Grew up in Canada, fun fact. People don't really know that about me. Now you do. I lived there for almost 10 years. I think it was almost 10 years. No, no, it wasn't 10 years. It was like eight and a half to nine. I almost became a citizen, but not quite. I was so close. And Canada was one of the best periods of my life. Living in Canada was just very grounding. People there didn't really care as much about material things, which I noticed a lot when I moved to the States again. I moved when I was 10 years old back to Texas in Houston and I went to middle school there, repeated fifth grade because the curriculum was so different in Canada. Guys, fun fact, Canada, they call grades, so it's instead of first grade, it's grade five, grade one and then second grade is grade two. They do things a little bit different and the curriculum was like slightly different so my parents claim that's why they held me back <laughs> but anyway, I'm grateful that they did. I entered fifth grade in Texas and it was a very difficult period. I went to a Baptist school and funny thing is it was like I've talked about this but a lot of the people that I was raised around who were Christians were very mean and very hypocritical and very judgmental people. So a lot of the kids at my school were just like nasty and not very nice left me out a lot. I had one friend (laughs) named Gracie and 
she was like my only friend I had I, I got a couple more friends throughout middle school but it was it was tough and I felt very excluded and it was really hard going from Canada where it was rainbows and butterflies to a place where if I didn't have the John Hart shoulder bag (laughs) that everyone had or the Tom's shoes, I felt like I was a nobody. I then moved from that school, I switched schools to another Christian school called Houston Christian. Shout out Houston Christian. I actually really liked that school. I went there for one year. And it was a private school and I was skating a lot. And then my dad lost his job and I had to switch schools to a public school. And at the time, I didn't understand money. I didn't understand why it was happening to me. I was like, oh, it's like so selfish, whatever. (laughs) But that school was really expensive. And I switched schools and I went to another school in my 10th grade. And then I moved to Pittsburgh for my junior year of high school Guys, junior year was like, it was a shit show, honestly. It was like the people in my school, just for reference, the, I think it was like the first or second week I got there, I became friends with somebody and they started, these kids I had literally never met in my entire life, started a group chat about me called Callie is a C word and I found out because of my friend I had befriended and it was like her friend. I don't know. It was so weird, but it was really mean and it was like actually bullying and I'd never really experienced like hardcore bullying like that. And then there was a whole group of guys that would like sexually harass me and were really mean and would scream things at me out of their car as I drove by. They were like super, super mean, like F you Callie, all this stuff. And I was like, I just don't know what I did to these people. And point of this I graduated that school a year early I was like I'm done with high school I can't do this anymore then I went to University of Miami for college somehow got in still no idea how that happened got in went to school there with scholarship I got a scholarship which was the craziest thing I literally didn't even have like that high of a score but somehow got in on scholarship scholarship I don't know god god's cool and I went to this school and it was the first consistency in my life for four, five years I was in Miami. I went to school there, graduated four years, and then stayed a year after. And then this past summer, I moved to New York City. And now I'm in the mood to live a nomadic lifestyle and really want to travel the world. So, as you can see, I have a very intense background of moving a lot. <laughs> and I'm not going to sit there and say it was super easy. I'm also not going to sit there and say it was the worst thing ever. I thought it was the worst thing ever my junior year of high school, but now looking back, I'm really grateful for everything that happened, for living all these other places, all these places, experiencing things because it's really shaped me into who I am. And this leads me into my next thing I want to chat about is telling you a little, little bit about just some advice on change. So, I started a business in 2019. It wasn't a business at first. It was a blog called I'm Sweaty and I Know It. Fun fact, I got that idea in the shower after a Soul Cycle class. I was listening to Sexy and I Know It. And I was like, oh my gosh, such a cute blog name. I'm Sweaty and I Know It. So I called it that and boom, my blog idea was born. It took a lot of work to start a blog and I would write articles. I would do all that stuff and I loved it. It was so much fun. I loved to write. And I loved fitness and wellness and I loved teaching at Pure Bar and I loved just all that stuff. So 
fast forward to the pandemic, everything went online, as we all know. And I was teaching online classes for Pure Bar and for a Pilates studio in Miami. And I fell in love with teaching online classes. And I was like, wait, I want to start teaching online classes for my blog Instagram that was called I'm Sweaty and I Know It. It still is, as you probably know. So I started teaching online classes at my Instagram stories. And I started TikTok. My friends were like, you need to start a TikTok, Callie. And I was like, no, it's for people who are in middle school. And I was like, fine, I'll do it. I'll stop being stubborn. I'll just try it. My videos started doing really well. And I started seeing a lot of growth with followers and people started to see my Instagram and I started doing lives on on TikTok and I started a YouTube channel and I got really over my head and I went through a lot of just overthinking everything, burnout, all that stuff. And then I started a podcast and then reality hit me and it was like my 2021 when I graduated college. I was like, this is not making enough money to support me. Have to be realistic here. So I got a job and it was really cool because I've talked about this a little bit on here, but I was working a nine to six job in consumer tech public relations. Still loved that company. I actually went to an event they had in New York City a couple weeks ago and saw all my ex-coworkers and I was like, guys, I miss you. But besides the fact, it was tough because I was working that job along with building I'm Sweaty and I Know It on social media. And then I think I had like 16,000 followers at the time on Instagram. I think my YouTube maybe had like 20,000 or something, but it was still, it was still in its kind of early phases. And I really wanted to monetize it in some way as I wanted that to be my full-time thing. And so I had the idea to start an online Pilates studio and charge for subscriptions. So I made, I started researching I was like I was like terrified I was like how on earth are people going to join this if they're getting free workouts on YouTube like why would you pay for something if you already gain all the free stuff on YouTube like I don't get it I was freaking out but I found this book recommended to me by one of my friends and I'm not going to gatekeep you guys I want to tell you all the tips and tricks I have about entrepreneurship and change and all that stuff so if you're thinking about building a business online seriously get this book it's by Jeff Walker it's called the launch book And it is so good. It like helped me a ton. And I started planning this launch. I started creating the studio. I worked a ton. I was working like 12 plus hour days with the the full-time job I had as well. And it was just beyond exhausting. Then I had a breakup and then I went through a whole wave of just mental health stuff. And it was was a low-key mess. So I don't even know where to start with this, but Let's just start with some some tips I have for navigating the change of starting something new, maybe moving somewhere new, is when I, we'll start with my business, but when I was making some shifts in my business, so when I went from it being a blog to more of a social media presence, it was a big change for me. I was no longer writing blog posts. I was now posting mini blog posts and captions, making video content. It was a whole change and it was scary and I was scared that people wouldn't like it. I was scared it wouldn't perform well. I was scared it was going to affect my image. I was scared. I had a lot of fears, the what if fears. And the same thing was when I moved to new schools and to new cities. What if no one likes me? What if I'm weird? What if blah, blah, blah? You know, I was terrified. And one thing I've learned is people are not going to like you. People are going to like you. 
and it doesn't matter. People's opinions change. People's opinions are literally just don't matter. If someone is judging you, bullying you, being mean to you, look at that person and ask yourself, would I take advice from this person? If someone's being mean to you or someone's telling you that's a stupid idea and you know your idea is not stupid and you know for a fact that you're an awesome person, I can tell you you're an awesome person even without even meeting you, then look at that person. What, like, what gives them the right and entitlement to tell you an opinion and let it affect you? I think that's the best piece of advice I literally have for anybody when it comes to change and making big decisions in life is asking yourself, would I take advice from this person? Let me tell you, the amount of online hate I've received is insane. I'm thankful that it's less than most people in my industry. But I have posted videos that have reached millions of people and those comments are so awful if I read them through. And I will, I remember reading, I posted a TikTok one time about, it was like a funny story I'd experienced um, about how this creepy guy in the line of Starbucks asked me if I lifted and I was like, I do Pilates. I posted that story and I was ripped to shreds in the comments for a harmless, harmless story. And I remember letting it affect me. I was crying, all this stuff. I was like believing everything everyone was saying, even though I knew it wasn't true. And I had to ask myself, would I take advice from these people? And I was like, no. Online trolls, one, have nothing better to do than troll and be mean. And they're just insecure. I mean, like think about the times when, I think I talked about this last week a little bit social media, but like think about the times when you're being judgmental of somebody else. Typically, it's when you're feeling insecure in yourself and low confidence. So if someone's going to be mean to you and bully you and judge you, it's a reflection of what they're going through inside. They're projecting on you. So that's the number one thing I think with change is just not letting people's opinions affect you. Just putting up a big just shield and just letting it bounce off. Imagining it bouncing off the mean words, the mean actions, letting it bounce off. And number two is I think I get pretty nostalgic a lot about life is I'll like think back about the time when I had a blog or I'll think back before I had Sweaty Studio and I'll get nostalgic for that just the innocence the excitement of launching something new all that stuff and I'll get nostalgic and I'll find myself comparing myself to past versions of per, versions of myself or reflecting on living in Miami and just missing it or Canada whatever what's so special about Hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. And I think it can get really easy to be caught up in the past. But something to really remember is one, it's okay to reflect. It's great, honestly. But two, you can't live in the past or the future, neither exist. What exists is the present moment. This exact moment of time is the only thing that is actually real in front of you right now. And choosing to make the most out of it. I talked about this in one of my previous episodes about imagining you're 85 years old. You can barely walk. You can barely move. You're looking back on your life and you're looking back at this exact moment of time. If I'm looking back on myself right now, I'm 23 years old, curling on a ranch in Texas, staying in a bedroom, recording a podcast episode... And just thinking, wow, I wish I could go back to that moment of time. 
a lot of the times we wish we could go back to a certain age. But when you really think about the end of life, you're going to want to go back to previously the moment of you now that's probably wishing that you could be 10 again. So it's like, why are you wishing away your life when you could be living it to its fullest? No matter the change, embracing the change, growing with the change. And I wanted to stress the point of growing pains. Growing and change, it's not a painless, easy thing. Think about the time when you were growing. I always like to think about this. I'll share a little story with you guys. So when I was a figure skater, I think I was like 10 years old. I remember I had just started working on this jump called an axle. A single axle, one and a half rotations in the air. You take off of one foot, land on the other foot. It's a really scary jump. I'd only done singles, which is just a one rotation in the air. So it was new to me. (laughs) And on top of it, I was growing so fast. I remember I got this thing in my knees, an injury called Osgood Slaughter, where I think it's my bones are growing faster than my muscles. And so it puts a lot of strain on the muscles. I remember one time I did this jump, the axle, I went out for it. And my left knee popped. Wait, you guys, I just had to pause the recording because I literally burped so loud into the mic. It was horrifying. Anyway, I wanted to just tell you that. It was so funny. But anywho, <laughs> I went off into the jump and my kneecap popped and I was in excruciating pain. And all this was from growing. So my point of telling you that is growing is not pain-free. Growing takes mental strength and physical strength it's uncomfortable like change is uncomfortable growing is changing so whenever you're growing just embracing that discomfort and realizing discomfort is leading you to greater strength leading you to a greater version of yourself leading you to overcoming obstacles for a story you can hopefully tell someone in the future and help someone else So instead of looking at change in such a negative connotation, looking at change as an opportunity for an open door that can lead you to just endless opportunities and exciting things that will happen and better versions of yourself that you could ever imagine. So I remember when my parents first told me that I was moving to Pittsburgh from Houston, I had a high school boyfriend who I was like, I'm going to marry him. You know, like the high school crush, whatever. I was like obsessed with him. Looking back, it's like the funniest relationship ever. But I was so upset because I was like, my boyfriend. And you guys, like, it was hard. It was hard moving cities, leaving behind relationships, friendships, memories. But it turned out to be such a beautiful thing. If I hadn't moved to Pittsburgh, I wouldn't have graduated early and gone to a really cool school that was awesome. I wouldn't have had the opportunity of COVID summer, like 2020 summer, to really just dive headfirst into teaching online fitness. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to quit my full-time job and start a business, take a leap of faith, do the crazy that everyone said was crazy, and end up in New York City and now on a ranch in Texas working completely remotely after spending a day in the pool and learning how to longboard. 
I wouldn't have had the chance to go through so much tribulation with my mental health, with breakups, with finances, with eating habits, with so many different things and come out stronger than ever and able to tell you that without change. Change is crazy. Change is scary. Change is uncomfortable, but change is also beautiful. And I want to get more into my business and talk more about that with you guys. Being an entrepreneur is all about change. You have to roll with the punches, roll with the waves. One of my friends who's a really successful entrepreneur, she once told me when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this full time now. I'm a full time entrepreneur. She was like, just get ready. Like you have to just learn to ride out the waves. And it's really true. I told you that I was struggling with finances, like not finances, but like like anxiety around money and just adulting in general. And I had a conversation today that put a lot of doubt in my mind. And it was from someone who I love and adore and is very close to me, but who is not an entrepreneur and who doesn't understand exactly what I'm going through. So at the beginning of this episode, and I was like, people are going to doubt you. People may call you crazy. That's just being an entrepreneur. It does not make sense to a lot of people who aren't. When I started my studio full time, I took a leap of faith and I was like, this is what I'm doing full time. I'm not making like I have no idea how much money I'm going to make a month from this, but I have an idea. And I took a leap of faith. I felt God was calling me. I read a devotional that was like all about quitting your job. And it was a really cool timing. And basically my dad was studying the same verse in his Bible study that week that I read in that devotional. It was like just a lot of weird aligned cool stuff. I quit my job without knowing how much money I was fully going to make, which people are like, you're insane. And yeah, it's crazy. It's a big leap of faith. It could have, it could have, people, people could have canceled their membership and I would have, I could have made zero dollars in revenue. Who knows? I could have, but it didn't happen. I felt called by God. I took a leap of faith and I embraced this really scary season of change. I moved cities. I left a secure job. I left a secure relationship. I did the crazy. I leapt into the unknown. I just trusted in God. I gave everything up to God. I was like, this is you. Take control. You're bigger than me. You have more power than me. You know what's happening. Like, I can't do anything. You can. And everything fell into place exactly as it was supposed to. Not rainbows and sunshine, guys. Life is not rainbows and sunshine. Life is full of the uncomfortable. Life is full of uncomfy conversations. I mean, having a conversation with someone who I'm so close to today with the person just being like, you are kind of crazy and just really doubting me. Yeah, it it sucked and it didn't feel good. But I think what sucks more is letting conversations like that kill our flame. Letting someone else's fear and doubts about your life hold you back. When you're called to something, when God calls you to do something, the worst thing you can do is to not do it. No matter how scary it is, no matter if you're like, people aren't going to accept me, people are going to think I'm weird. People are going to think you're weird no matter what. We're all weird in a weird way. (laughs) Weird in a weird way. We're all weird in some type of way. People aren't going to think the same as you. And that conversation I had today showed me that. People I love are not always going to think the same way, see the same things, and that is okay. Just being like, I hear you. 
I, I hear you. Okay, thanks for telling me. Like, I hear you. And you don't have to take everything they say so deeply to your heart. And I think another thing would change is realizing that you don't have to control the future. We don't have the power to control the future. People who believe in manifestation stuff, I told you last week that I used to be a very strong manifester believer, all that jazz. Number one, it's super self-centered. I'm obviously a visionary. I love to dream. I love to dream big. But I'm also like, there is such a greater power out there than us. Like, if you think about it, I watched a documentary today, or not today, but a few days ago, about black holes. How on earth do people think that we are just ourselves is as strong as a black hole? I mean, look at the universe. We're literally tiny specks on a floating rock in the middle of the universe. And there is so much more out there than just us. So if someone wants to sit there and think that they can control the universe, I want to just tell them, no, you can't. Like, no offense, but that's not true. Like, that's just not, like, that's not a thing. Like, literally, like, there's a greater power that is controlling this whole thing. I mean, how on earth are there so many perfect systems in nature, in the universe, in gravity, all this stuff, like, without there being a greater power? And I don't know. I was just talking to my friend who is really into physics and is super smart. And he was just like, yeah, I mean, a lot of scientists are realizing that there's a greater power. And I was like, that's so cool. And definitely strengthened my faith a lot this week. But I mean, point being is you don't need to control your future and you don't need to feel like you have to have everything under control at all times. None of us do. When I've tried to predict out a month from now, it's literally like the polar opposite of what actually happens because life happens. Things happen. We go through stuff. We have deep, difficult conversations and Things that are unexpected. I was not expecting a very intense conversation this morning that changed the trajectory of my day. And it happens. So learning to just trust, trust, trust God. That God has your best interest in mind. He has his best interest in mind. And that means you are already in this perfect system and your life is already pieced together in a perfect puzzle of a way and things do not make sense at all times. I've had so many things happen. And I'm like, why on earth is this happening right now? I look back on it five years. Whoa, that conversation that there was a reason for that. And it's literally just releasing control. I had this realization yesterday. I am so hyper controlled of my business. I'm just like my business, my way, the high or the highway. Like, but it's not true. I can't control my business. I can't control all this stuff. I can't control the future. Releasing control feels really good. And trusting God that he's going to take he's going to take care of you. Security feels good when you realize that security doesn't come through money. Security that money could literally go away in one day. Imagine if someone just hacked into your bank account right now and stole your money. That would suck. So boom, right there. Money doesn't give you security. It doesn't. Yeah, it gives you things to survive, but really, who gives you that money? Who gives you the skills? Who gives you all of those things that fell into place? Like, who gives that to you? I don't think it's chance. Like, I'm just not a believer in chance or luck or any of that stuff. Like, a lot of it's stuff, it just it's too perfect to be luck. It's too everything pieces together so perfectly. Looking back on it, like, there's no way it's just luck. And 
it's just the point of releasing control seriously just I I recently just gave up my business and everything to God and I was like it's yours just do what you want with it I'm gonna just follow guys today was so much better my anxiety it was so much just it was so much better and I felt a lot more clarity with what I'm doing running a business as a 23 year old is terrifying but it's not terrifying when I know that God is going to take care of me. My business will one day end like all things in life. I saw this kind of depressing thing where our bodies on earth, like we're all going to the same place. We all have that same finish line. I mean, why, why do we, like, why do we put so much pressure on life? It's so true though. I mean, like, why do we truly? Like, why don't we just let ourselves have a little bit more fun and lighten up and realize that if something doesn't work out, it's not meant to work out. Realizing that the right doors are going to open. That change that's happening right now, that uncomfortable change is an open door. I mean, think about how weird and uncomfortable it can feel when you get a new apartment. Or you move to a new house and you open the door for the first time and you walk in and you're like, whoa, this feels weird. Okay, sleeping in a new apartment always feels so weird to me. And it's just like that weird, like unknown, I don't know what that noise is, all that stuff. It's the same concept in life. Change is weird. Change feels weird. Change is uncomfy. Change is new, but newness newness is really freaking cool the seasons of life think about it spring and summer it's newness it's new life new blooming of flowers of things and sunshine and then fall and winter is rest it symbolizes like death and all that stuff but it's how life is it goes in seasons things change seasons change the weather changes all that stuff change is needed to grow my boyfriend told me a quote I loved. It was a more of like a metaphor with a flower and a plant. There's a time and a place for plants to grow and a time and a place for the rain to rain on the plant. And plants, if they were always in the sun, would die. they get too dry. But with the water and the changes of the weather, plants are able to just blossom, grow, and thrive. It's how we are too as humans. There is a time and place for stability, a time and place for change, a time and place for everything. And when you realize truly how small you are and how silly some of the stuff that we make a mountain in our lives really is in the retrospect of the universe and everything around us I just lost my thought (laughs) but I think it's just realizing that ultimately God is in control and if you're like I don't even know where to start with God I'm very much just confused by it all or I don't like the church, whatever. Look, I'm not trying to convert you. I'm not any of that stuff. I'm just sharing what's helped my life. And I fell away from God for like four years of my life. And honestly, it was pretty empty time. I used to be like 
scarred by the church like i said people were very hypocritical who i knew church was very consumerism mindset and i just didn't like it but once i got back into it just focusing on my relationship with god first it made the biggest difference and i just i think the best thing to do is just really pray and just ask god but like hey god what's up it's me maybe we've never talked before but i'm going through change right now and i'm really scared i need you and that's what i did last year this time last year when i was going through a lot of scary stuff in my life got out of a four-year relationship hated my job (laughs) because it was too much with building a business started to struggle with my food habits felt really alone i was like hey god it's me again what's up it's been like four years how are you and that's when things started to shift inside of me and as a result my environment also started to shift it's pretty beautiful looking back at my life now versus this past like wait last year versus now because last year I was in a very different place than how I am right now and it's really cool to see how much I've grown and blossomed and bloomed through the rain season rainy season and then the sunshine sunshine season a little bit more rain sprinkled in and some sun so I think if you're curious about God the way I started was I prayed I was like I feel silly but hi and then I found my friend Meredith posted a story on Instagram about a devotional by Sadie Robertson called Live on Purpose. And I got it. It was all about anxiety and fear. And it was really cool. And I got it. And I started reading it. And I was like, hmm, this God stuff is actually really interesting. And I was very curious. And that's how I started. So it's changed my life a lot. And I wouldn't share it with you guys if it didn't change my life. So It's a big risk putting myself out there and opening up about my spiritual faith and all that stuff. So just wanted to let you guys know that it's something that is very uncomfortable for me to share and to change, to change in how I share with this community and I'm getting more personal and a little bit more deep and less just about fitness and food, all that stuff. It's more about like, okay, stuff that's actually really, really, really changing the way I think and it's like mind, body, spirit. So yeah, we have our mind, our mental health, our body, our physical health, and our spirit, spiritual health, and they all connect. If one of those things is off balance, it's going to affect the other things. And I think making that change and really diving into my spiritual health has really impacted my mental and physical health as well. So I have more episodes about that, previous episodes just about kind of like my struggles with mental health and all that jazz. So feel free to listen to those episodes and always reach out. You can DM me on Instagram and I'm sweaty and I know it. With any questions about anything at all, I am yours. I'm here for you. I post this stuff not for me, but truly to help you. And my mission ever since starting I'm sweaty and I know it in 2019 was truly to help other people. I did this for free for like, I think it was like two years before I started monetizing And even with the money, I don't do it for the money. I literally just do it because I want to help others. Yeah, I've gone through phases where I'm like, oh, it's nice making so much money, all this stuff. But then it it just leaves me empty in the long run. And it's just going back to the roots of it all. It's like this is literally helping other people's lives, sharing my deep, dark secrets and stories and all this stuff. And putting myself out there on the Internet is literally terrifying. Talk about change and uncomfortable 
but I promise it's like been so worth it and I if you're like thinking about starting a business or starting a podcast or anything yeah it's scary people are gonna doubt you but who freaking cares if you're feeling called to it if you know it's gonna make an impact and change the world freaking do it do it I cannot tell you enough how grateful I am that I took a leap of faith and just did this who knows where it's gonna be in a few years who knows I'm excited for it as of now I'm just keeping my eyes on where I am rolling with punches rolling with change and just keep on going that's all we can really do right it's just keep on doing what we're doing and just going forward anyway I hope you love this episode I hope you're feeling excited excited about change I'm always there for you once again feel free to reach out anytime on dms on email you can email me at info at sweatystudio.com if you want to work out with me you can try my pilates studio for seven days free and see if you like it it's called sweaty studio it has an app and i have a website too i'll link it below in the show notes would love for you to join me for a live class or an on-demand class and just get to know you guys better anyway i hope you have the best day i'm rambling i'll see you next week stay sweaty keep it amazing Oh, rate this podcast if you loved it. It helps me a lot and it means a lot. And I'll see you next time. Bye, my gorgeous queens. Stay sweaty. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.